The definition of encouragement is the action of giving someone confidence, support, or hope. Our words matter. Our words count. Proverbs 25:11 says, "A word fitly spoken is like apples of gold and pictures of silver." Regular positive encouragement can be the balm that a battered soul needs to know that they can continue one foot in front of another. My guest today is Sylvia Dobbin of Be Lit Ministries. Be Lit is found on Facebook and is a collection of small snippets of video that encourage you, and I know that you'll enjoy it. I'm excited for you to hear Sylvia. Let's talk church. Sylvia, welcome to the podcast. I am so excited to have you here with us on today. I know you to be such a joyful and spirited and fun-loving woman of God. Um, but for those of you, who, those who may not know who you are, could you just introduce yourself and just tell us what um, people should know about you? Well, um, I thought about this. I was like, well, you know, main thing I am is a work in progress. Okay. I am a born-again, baptized believer. Um, I've been a student of God's word and have grown to love how it will lead and guide you. Um, soon I'll be married, 35 years next month. 35 years? 35 years. All right. Mother, mother of two. Uh-huh. And um, let's see, three years in, I'm three years into a brand new career of being a CDL class A truck driver. So, um, so I'm just enjoying life and enjoying Christ. That's wonderful. You know, uh, my, my next question is actually going to, uh, lead into this, but, um, I want to know how you began to, how you had a desire to get that CDL and then let's let that parlay into the ministry that you have be lit. And, And if you could tell us what that's all about. Okay. Um, so I've always wanted to be able to drive every, anything that's on the road. That was just a desire I had. My stepfather was an excellent driver and he could drive anything. And so that was always in the back of my mind. So I, am, I was a school bus driver for about 15 years as well. And so the transition from class B to class A seemed like logical to me. <laughs> and I got a chance to do it. And I went to school and it was I love it. I went out over the road for a year. And while I was out over the road, that's how um, it wasn't a it wasn't an easy transition, of course. And so I had a lot of time where I was just seeking God. Okay, God, what is it that what, you know, and I needed a lot of help because I was, um, you know, um, out over the road away from my family. And Mm so um, so the Lord what became like um heir to me i had to depend on him for for just ev- everything and as we got closer and closer um one day he just pressed it in my spirit i am not a natural encourager and so when he pressed it in my spirit, I, i'm not i'm i'm more of a oh, no oh, get it together kick you in the pants let's go let's get it done type, <laughs> type of motivator okay maybe a drill t- drill sergeant type I'm not really a God loves you 
naturally, oh, you know, that's that's so special. I'm not one of those type of people. So when he said encouragement ministry, I was like, now that now that's going to be a stretch and a challenge. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> no I'm, way. I'm telling you, it was a stretch and a challenge because I was like, I'm not a, oh, those are beautiful shoes. I'm not even that type of person. You know, I'm just like, a, oh, well, I'm glad you have clothes on, you know, because <laughs> we need you to dress today. Can you go ahead and do what I asked you to do, though? You know what I'm saying? So. Um, I never so saw yeah. that side. I never saw it. I always had the, the other side. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, it was a stretch because I was like encouragement, you know, and um, and so he, pre- he he gave me the acronym first, Be Lit. And I was like, lit, you know, that's something the teenagers say, the kids say, you know, mm-hmm. and then, uh, as I thought about it and he told me it was blessed ladies in trucks and all I know was that he told me that I was supposed to encourage ladies, you know, and whatever. And actually, I came home and I talked to you about it because <laughs> I was like, um, God has asked me to do this and I don't even know where to start. And, and you helped me out so much and uh, all the advice you gave me, it came in great use. And, um, and so I actually got started with my ministry, Be Lit. and. Um, I guess it's going pretty good. I have quite a few people that uh, follow me and um, I'm enjoying it. That's wonderful. What is your, what's the best part about Be Lit? The best part is the connection that I've been able to make with the women. Um, I try to make sure that when I go on and do my my broadcast, it's, it's quick, it's short. I try to keep it less than a minute. And so they have a chance to actually listen to what I'm saying and they can listen to it again because it's only a minute, you know what I'm saying? And they tell me that it's timely. So a lot of times I'm able to connect with them and, you know, just uplifting people is, it's a new thing to me, you know what I'm saying? So it's very exciting. (laughs) It is exciting. And the Lord is blessing you in it. I just, I've, I've listened and I really find it very encouraging. And I just felt like you were a natural with it. So what do you know? Look at the Lord. <laughs> I, I know. That's what I said. Cause I was like, what me encourage people. They're not going to, they're not even going to listen to me talking about being nice to them. <laughs> well, you're doing it and doing it in a way that I believe honors the Lord. So you're able to encourage believers and non-believers through this ministry. Um, what, what joy do you now find? It is, it's just amazing. Um, like I said, um, the people that I know that are Christians and have, you know, kind of like been on that journey, mm-hmm. their, their comments are more like, amen, sister, you know, or, or thank you or whatever. But the ones that I know are not really on that journey, mm-hmm. you know, they're more, they're more like, oh, really? Thank you. You know, thank you. Because, you know, I'll tell them God loves you no matter what he loves you, you know, and they'll be like, thank you. I needed that today. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so I'm hoping that, well, I'm the one that is saying the words to them and they're, they're actually listening to me, but you know, God is the one that, you know, waters and grows the seed. So yeah, for I sure. myself as a sower. Okay. Okay. So let, let, you know, I'm glad you touch on um, that, the, you know, how people who are not on that journey, also non-believers, how they're responding. So how do you actually approach someone who may not want to talk about Jesus and may not be accepting of what you believe? 
So uh, a long life, you know, I'm, I'm kind of old now. So one thing I have learned, at, in, especially through this little journey here, um, but even before, is that everybody has a God-shaped hole that they need to fill with oh, something. That's good. Yeah. So they are searching for something and they may not even realize what it is. And so what I do is I kind of use everyday occurrences. So I'm, I'm standing in the line at the grocery store and it's so long and, and they look like they're in a hurry or whatever. Then I kind of, you know, I say, well, you know, um, sometimes I feel like God's blessing me by keeping me from something that I may be rushing to, you know, mm-hmm. so I try not to get upset when I'm in line, you know, so I, you know, I try to have a good attitude or whatever. And, and so they'll kind of look at me, you know, sometimes they like, really, you know, I really need to get back to work or whatever. But, you know, I just kind of insert it in there. Or if we're in a good situation, I'll say, look at God, he just cleared the way. And we can go ahead and get what we're doing. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it doesn't really matter um, if they are, if it's a good situation or a bad situation, God always has the answer because, you know, he's, He's just God. So, or if I, if, or if they're not really listening to me, I'll just say, Lord, please help me. Mm-hmm. Or, or thank you, Jesus, for this cashier. Bless her life or whatever, you know. And they, they'll hear it. And like I say, God is the one that, that gives the increase. So I don't have to worry about it. After I say it, they, you know, it is what it is. So. Okay. That's wonderful. I love how you are just not ashamed and, and you know, you know, uh, you weave in the Lord and every opportunity, good or bad, or it convenient or inconvenient, you know, you just kind of put them in there. And I, I like that boldness. I do. So let's think about this. How did you, um, how did you grow your personal relationship with Jesus? Because it sounds like, first off, let me just say, when I met you, I could see it you know, and I don't know who this other person you're talking about is. So she, my, my fun loving Sylvia <laughs> has always walked with the Lord. And, um, but I want to know how you grow your personal relationship. You know, what are you doing to stay connected? Um, it sounds like you're, you know, you're pulling him into your everyday, but is there something um, more specific that maybe the listeners could also do? Well, because I'm, um, at this stage of the journey, you know, taking care of elderly parents, you know, I got a husband and a house, got bills, you know, I got to, got to work, you know, all that good stuff. Because there's so much going on, it's like, I can't make it without keeping a connection with Jesus. So um, what I do um, on a daily, you know, I try to start my day on my knees. And then I have a, a little quiet time before I, you know, um, get out of the room, you know what I'm saying? So um, I just, I think that that is such an important part of growing your relationship is to make him a priority. You know, mm-hmm. um, one of my Bible teachers said, you have to require God as vital. And if you require him as vital, then you'll say, okay, yeah, I need to brush my teeth, but I better pray first because I might choke on the toothpaste. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. I better say my grace because I might choke on these, you know, peanuts or whatever it is. So I've always taught, you know, kept that in the forefront of my mind to know that I can't do anything without him. So uh, I better check with him first, first, first thing. So I think that's always been a good thing. And then, um, you know, just I keep I this job is perfect for me because I can listen to 
the word. I can listen to music. I can listen. I can sing loud. Nobody can hear me. I'm riding down the road, you know. And um, or I can listen to Bible teachers, which I do. I have lots of you know Bible teachers. Now we have everything on our phones and stuff. So it's just been this job has been great for me to keep my connection because I have so much time by myself, you know. So that putting the Lord first, just that having that priority, you know, to set, that's the first thing you're doing whenever you, whenever he opens your eyes in the morning. Um, I think that's essential for staying encouraged during hard times, but how could you encourage someone else who may not have the discipline that you do um, to stay encouraged in the midst of hard times? Well, I thought about that. I think about when I think about that, people aren't always on the same level, you know, um, but we all have the same enemy, you know, well, so I try to let, let, sorry. That's good. Yeah. So I try to let them know that the devil hates you, you know, mm-hmm. and you're going you're gonna to go through things. So don't let the devil win, you know? And so I, I use it as a challenge. Are you going to let the devil, are you going to get the devil your day? You know? Don't give the devil any any part of your your day. You know, if that person jumped in front of you in line, just say bless you. You know, just do the best you can to keep yourself out of the devil's um hand. And so um I, I know the devil will try to get you upset. So I try to say things out loud like, um, I see you, devil, but I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I'm the head and not the tail, above and not beneath, you know? God loves me, you know? So I just say it out loud and let him know, look, you got to get up out of here because we're not dealing with you today. So, um, but yeah, like I said, I know everybody's not on the same level, but everybody can talk. Everybody can say, not today, devil. So. I love that reminder to hit them with the scripture. Huh? I said, I love that reminder to hit them with the scripture. Yes. Oh, yes. Because, I, I mean, we can't do anything on our own. Without God's help, it's, we're just dead in the water. <laughs> so, and then a lot of times people feel like they can't um, fight because of things that they've done wrong. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I like I like to tell people to just say out loud, well, because if the devil's messing with you, just say, God loves me. He, he hates that. You know, he hates for you to know that God loves you. God loves me. He knows what I did yesterday and he know what I'm going to do tomorrow. And he still loves me anyway. So there you go, you know, so there you go. Even yeah. before he came, he knew. That's right. That's came anyway. <laughs> he came anyway. That's right. So are there any key verses that you particularly rely on when you're trying to motivate someone? Like, do you have a, you know, scripture toolkit? <laughs> I, I don't have a scripture toolkit, but. I do have some favorite verses. Um, um, of course, I I use them every you know every week. So I have a bunch of them printed out that you know I use and stuff. So um, one of my favorites is Amos three and three. It says, "Can two walk together except they be agreed?" And so we have to agree with God with what God says about us. You know, we can't be. I'm, you know, I'm wretched, you know, and all that. And God is saying that he loves us and we're blessed and we're the beloved, you know? So, um, so I really love that one. And, um, then I also like all the ones that talk about fighting. 
I'm a fighter, you know, I, I, I like to, you know, I, li- I like to fight for the underdog, you know, I like to take up for people, I hate bullies, you know, so I like to, oh no, you know, um, you're not going to do that to them. So um, the Lord is, no, is near to him, near to all of them that call upon him, all that call upon him in truth. That's Psalm 145, 8. And then um, another one that I like, because it's so different is uh, Lamentations 3, 22 and 23. And it says, it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. So, so yeah. So, I mean, the word is just, is overflowing. I like to find obscure scriptures that maybe people don't have on the tip of their tongue, you know, like, of course, John 3, 16, that's my go-to because, you know, that's that evangelistic scripture, you know, that you can use in any situation. I said, but some of the time, sometimes we have to get people to the, to the knowledge of knowing that there is something out there that's, that's greater and bigger that can help them. And so we can't start with, you know, you need Jesus, you need to get saved. You know, well, this is what I do when I'm in trouble. You know, I always, I just look to the Lord and um, his word says his mercies are new every morning. So get a new start, fresh start every day. You don't have to kick yourself all day because you did something wrong yesterday. So Exactly. So perspective matters. And you've already given us an idea of how you start your day. You know, you're intentional with, um, you know, starting your day on your knees in prayer. And then you set aside time. Uh, with the Lord before you even do anything else, any of your hygiene protocol, any of that, before you even step outside the, the chambers of your room, you've already had that intentional time with the Lord. So how did you get to that point where that is what you decided that your, you know, that your day was going to be like first and foremost, you know, how did you begin to set that intention and how have you seen it develop over time? So of course, you know, you go through different stages in your life and I haven't always been so disciplined, of course, but through um, Bible study and church life and dealing with different people that are further along in their walk than I was, they would constantly tell me, well, this is what, you know, this is what helps me. And so finally, finally, I said, well, I got to try it. So I started trying it and then I got away from it and then things started to spiral and I was like, oh, whoa, what are we doing? Oh, oh, I don't remember that I pray today. Let me go pray, you know. Mm-hmm. And so then I got back to it and now it's just, you know, vital part of it because I can't make it without God, you know. So I don't I don't have a specific amount of time, but I do acknowledge him and I do stick with the word. So, um, so yeah, that's over time, you know, like I said, I'm an old lady now, but over time, (laughs) it's been up and down, but now I'm settled in. I don't think I could go back without giving him my first. Um, I know everybody's not a morning person, but find that time when you can give him your personal time with him. Yeah. I love the intention and the priority. I just think that really sets a, a really good example. 
Uh, you know what, Sylvia, you are the type of person that I'd like to meet if I were just starting to learn about Jesus or just starting to attend church. You're just so joyful and, and so spirited. So what pitfalls should a person be aware of if they are new in Christ? And how can they identify someone with a joyful spirit like yourself? Well, pitfalls. I would advise them to beware of exclusive situations. Anything that sets them up as higher or better or whatever, and not to join any groups that are just too selective. And the reason why is because um, the Lord, when he first started dealing with me, he dealt with me on that big sin pride, you know, that one that Lucifer had, that pride thing. That pride is so um, sneaky. It'll mm -hmm. sneak in there and it'll it'll get you all twisted up. And then before you know it, you out there and, and you can't support yourself, you know, in it. So I'd say that... Um, Pride makes you think more highly of yourself than you ought to think. So that's one of the pitfalls that I would, would love to be able to tell a, a young Christian to avoid is, um, you know, getting into that situation where they feel like they're better than somebody else or they're not as big a sinner as somebody. And then also um, the pitfall of listening to what people tell you instead of studying the word for yourself. You know, you have to study the word for yourself get something that breaks it down so you can understand what you're looking at or whatever, and then pray for the Holy Spirit to lead you into, into the truth, okay? So um, I guess identifying someone for joyful spirit would, would be just kind of like what we do every day. We kind of watch people and just observe them. And um, sometimes you have to kind of engage people, you know? So if you're a shy person, that might be a little tough, but engage them, you know, and they're laughing already, just laugh with them or whatever, and then see what comes of it, you know, just, you know, just kind of get close over there. And then um, don't say, I'm going to get to know that person, you know, get to know a lot of people, a variety of people, mm -hmm. so that you can have a big pool to pull from. And then of course, you'll, you'll naturally get closer. Um, you know, pray, of course, ask the Lord to show you who you need to be close to and who you can trust. But you'll start you'll start to get closer to this one or that one. And and you'll be able to um, you'll be able to advance. You know, it's just like when I met you, you were one of my people, you know. And, <laughs> yes. And so like I knew that I could trust you. I still do. I know I could, I knew I could trust you. I knew that you cared about me. Yes. You didn't even know me, but I knew that you cared about me and, as a person. And so we've been able to communicate well and um and you actually helped me out a whole lot. You you, you really have helped me out a whole lot. You've calmed me down a lot. And, <laughs> <laughs> and um and yeah, I think that my life is better because I know. Mr. Sonia King. I know my life is better because you're in it. And I just love that the Lord just, you know, um, knit our hearts together and allowed us the opportunity and space to, to meet each other. As, as, as big as the church is, you know, you can cross paths with people and never really meet them. But I, I love that you and I did, um, you, you know, were able to establish relationship that way. 
Absolutely. Me too. God is good. He is good. <laughs> so I, I, I have enjoyed having you on the podcast today. Um, I want to, um, I want your ministry to, to, to continue to grow. So if someone wants to follow your ministry and get that nugget of encouragement, that one, two minutes that they might need for their day, even if they don't even know they need it, how might they be able to contact you to, to get that information? Well, right now I'm just on Facebook. I have a Facebook page. It's called Be Lit, B, capital B, and then L-I-T for blessed ladies in trucks. You can look that up either way and I should pop up there some kind of way. And um, I am working on Instagram. I'm not a techie. So I'm working on Instagram. And one day I'm going to have a webpage like my friend, Sonya King. (laughs) (laughs) As I progress, I will post it on Facebook so that everybody can uh, see that there's been a change or update. But right now I'm just on Facebook. Okay, you know I can help you with Instagram. I oh okay. <laughs> we have to set aside some uh some more yeah. Zoom time. Uh, we don't even have to wait for COVID to be over. We can set aside some Zoom time and uh and get it taken care of. You have an important ministry, and if I can help in any way to you know get it out to more people, I'm I'm just I am blessed to be able to do it. So. Well, I appreciate that because I've been to your Instagram, of course, and um, in your ministry, I am so excited. Of course, <laughs> love it. I love it. I love I it. I love it too. I'm excited. Somebody steps out there for the Lord. I just love it. And um, I've listened to some of your podcasts, of course, and um, they are just all wonderful. I love that first one. That first one is so special. Why I go to church? I really like that one. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, this is uh, certainly something that I hadn't intended to do, but it's something that I I felt the Lord calling me to do. And what we have learned is that it is obedience is better than sacrifice. And so we just step out, do what the Lord tells us to do. And sometimes we don't have, okay, let's just be honest. Most times we don't have all the, the pieces and parts, but we do it and he provides the rest as we go along. So once again, thank you uh, for being on the podcast and, and we'll talk soon. Thank you. God bless you. You have been listening to Let's Talk Church, a podcast designed for the curious and the convinced. Join us weekly as we explore and get more comfortable with Christianity. If you haven't done so already, please click subscribe. Also, you're welcome to join us on Instagram at Talk Church. We pray that our God will bless and keep you.